Welcome to the Functional Wellness Podcast with your host, Dr. Allison debardo Goggin. This show is bringing you the best in functional medicine, the mindset of healing with a dose of inspiration. Dr. Allison is committed to helping you understand your body and symptoms by finding the root cause and then working with simple and effective treatments to get you back to feeling your best. Dr. Allison has authored multiple books on hormones, pregnancy, and healing, and is the owner of Little Black Bag Functional Medicine. Please welcome your host, Dr. Allison. Welcome to today's episode, which is all about better sleep through creating a better day. Hi, I'm Dr. Allison debardo Goggin, your host and functional medicine doc. I love this topic about sleep, and you're probably listening to this right now because I sent you the link or you see me post it all the time. I repeat this conversation pretty much every day with almost every person I talk to. So this episode is for you if you're having trouble sleeping, maybe you're waking up every two to three hours, you can't fall asleep, you can't stay asleep, you might be waking up with panic attacks or anxiety, and then when you wake up in the morning, you wake up tired, not hungry, you might be feeling hangry every day. We're going to cover why this happens and then how you can reverse these issues with focusing on creating a better day through food and supplements. So many people message me and ask me which essential oil is going to help them sleep. And they're hoping that I have this magic blend. And I do. I have a couple of my favorite blends. But I always share the warning that it's going to take some time to figure out what works best for you. Like I don't sleep really well with lavender, but so many people love it. I have my best success with blue tansy and vetiver. So really you end up making up your own blends as you go along. So don't ever hesitate to experiment. But we're really having this specific conversation because oils, supplements, melatonin, herbs, self-care, those things are not going to help you sleep until you really focus in on foods in which really the conversation's about blood sugar. So yes, this is totally boring. It's not amazing science or this latest supplement. It's basic foundational healing practices to help you feel better right away. So here's why blood sugar balance is so important to your brain. When you sleep at night and you're healthy, your brain is still working. It's keeping you alive. You're breathing. You're making and using hormones. You're digesting. So your brain needs energy from sugar. But because you're asleep, your brain doesn't want to wake you up to eat. So what it does instead is send a signal to your adrenals to make cortisol and release it. The cortisol is picked up by your liver, which releases sugar into the bloodstream for your brain. Now, this process happens about every two hours, and this allows cortisol to naturally and healthily build up in your bloodstream overnight. So when you wake up in the morning, you have a ton of energy and appetite, and you're ready for the day. Now, doesn't that sound amazing, right? So for my classes, my podcast, anytime I'm teaching, just so you guys know, like I like to use basic terminology so it's easy to understand and follow along. So if you want to look up really specific physiology terms, you know, shoot me a message, let me know. We're not going to talk about gluconeogenesis or like exact pathways here. I just want to get you the information now so you can use it and move forward with your life. So what happens when you have adrenal fatigue or you're not eating enough calories or carbs or there's something going on with your physiology, your adrenals will receive the signal at night to make cortisol, but either they can't or they won't or they're, you know, the body's just too overburdened. So the 
cord- the adrenals will make adrenaline instead. And what happens when you have adrenaline coursing through your system is you're going to start waking up every two hours when the brain looks for food and it taps the adrenals. You might wake up with panic attacks. You might wake up and have to read a book to get back to sleep until that adrenaline gets out of your system. And so this is why so many people wake up multiple times a night or at the same time every night is because you're not releasing the right hormones. And then even if your adrenals are releasing cortisol, if you aren't eating enough calories, you might be intermittent fasting. This could affect your liver and how it stores sugar and glucose and its ability to release glucose at night for your brain to use. So if the liver's not pushing out glucose and all of the things that your body needs and your brain needs to keep you alive at night, your genes are still going to have to put out all of these excitatory hormones and that's going to wake you up. And then what happens is that cortisol doesn't build up in your blood. You wake up, you hate the mornings, you're ready to stay in bed. So you can see this can become a really vicious cycle. So now I know that you're thinking, well, I'll just jump ahead and fix my adrenals. But that's really not the answer to this problem. We still need to address the brain, the thyroid, ovaries, blood sugar, everything that's going on with your body. So today's topic really is focusing on that blood sugar balance. When you're not hungry, skipping meals, and you're finding yourself in a bad cycle with your food, your brain really becomes worn down from guessing if it's going to be fed, if it has enough fuel to keep going. And so maybe you're not getting fuel because you're ignoring those signals for hunger, like you're too busy, you're too stressed, you're too focused at work, maybe you're driving and you can't stop and you're traveling for work. So you might be overeating sugars, you might just be eating fruit and coffee for breakfast. Most people are missing out on proteins and fat, right? So what happens over time is you suppress the signal for hunger and your brain basically lose faith in you and it goes back to the adrenals to signal more hormones to find fuel. So we call this plasticity where our brain learns behaviors based on our lifestyle. So our body learns how we treat it with food, our emotions, our stress, and it begins this relationship with the body. So if you're telling your brain, I'm never going to feed you again, it's going to panic, right? It's going to freak out. It has to relearn how to function again. So this is really a process of teaching your brain to trust you with food, providing real fuel and consistently. So this does take longer than a week. So you're going to say, well, Allison, I ate consistently all day today and I still didn't sleep right. Well, I'm here to tell you, even through personal experience, is being consistent for at least a week before you start focusing on where are those results with sleep and food. So I always struggle talking about this because intermittent fasting can be amazing. But if you are the person who has all those symptoms at that top of the list, you might be struggling with reactive hypoglycemia, meaning that your blood sugar is on a roller coaster and doing fasting, skipping meals, eating only carbs or sugar will really exacerbate this issue with your blood sugar, which means it's going to keep making your insomnia worse, your anxiety will be worse, and then we end up in a ball in the corner calling me saying, I don't know what happened. So what I want you to do is take a week, maybe two, longer would be great, right? So take one week and don't skip meals, don't fast, wake up and eat breakfast whether you're hungry or not. 
you have to start retraining your brain. Your breakfast has to include protein and fat to give your brain the fuel it needs to survive. I would love to see you eat within 30 minutes of waking up. It's going to jumpstart your metabolism and your memory. Really, so many women tell me, I can't eat breakfast because I'm making breakfast for my kids. Well, sit down with your kids. Be present. Your children are not an excuse to not eat food. Cook your food alongside of theirs or have food prepared. I tell a lot of women to make a protein shake in the morning and just drink half of it for breakfast when you wake up and then drink the other half like an hour or two later. Because when you're not hungry, you don't want to overwhelm your stomach. And I totally understand that, but you still have to get something in. So a protein shake can be a really, really easy way to get that done. So we're really just retraining our brain to send hunger signals again. So we have to teach our brain to trust us again, and it's going to keep our blood sugar stable. So the next thing you have to do is eat enough calories. So we're told to like eat less, weigh less. But we all know that's not true because it's just programming. It's not the way our bodies work anymore. There's too much to go through right now, but you have to eat food. You have to eat consistently through the, through the day. So what I want you to do is, first of all, start tracking your calories. Make sure that they're at a good level for your body type, your age, your activity level, your health. Eating less than a thousand calories a day is what's destroying your brain, your health, your hormones, your gut, causing all of these issues. So make sure that you have enough calories in your diet so your body can store that extra sugar and fat in a healthy way, which will give your brain, your genitals, and your liver a warehouse of energy to use between meals and at night. So these low calorie diets will rob your brain of necessary fuel and keep you in the cycle of insomnia. I work with so many women who are, have been told to do traditional weight loss programs and they're only eating 500 calories a day and they get thrown into early menopause and hot flashes and insomnia and oh my goodness, like eat food. So then we have to have this conversation about what to eat, but that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> for a whole nother day. So... I just want you to eat protein at every meal. Protein, fat, and carbs would be great. The other rule would be never eat carbs alone. So don't eat fruit alone. Don't have a muffin and a coffee for breakfast. Make sure that you have some source of protein in there. And the other thing is eat before the symptoms start. So if you find that your anxiety hits at 3 p.m., eating at 2.30 or even 2 o'clock will help balance those cortisol levels that are being thrown out or the epinephrine or adrenaline issues that are going out. So eating healthy fats, proteins, fiber will stop your brain from frantically looking for sugar, stop your adrenals from overreacting and going, all right, we're on it, we're on it. So this isn't an excuse to grab a candy bar or junk food. We have to find foods that fuel your bodies. I'm going to say it again, protein, healthy carbs, don't eat sugar alone. So what we're really doing is switching this hormonal chemical imbalance that's initiating from your brain because your blood sugar is imbalanced. So overall, I just want you to eat consistently, eat throughout the day, eat healthy proteins, fats, and carbs. Carbs are not the enemy because that's where you're going to store your sugar so your brain can have it. I want you to start tracking your calories. And if you're willing to track your macros, just to see where you stand. It doesn't have to be something too 
be super upset about or super concerned about. Just know where you are. Like, you might be surprised. You might only be eating 600 calories. And on the other side, you might be surprised you're eating 2,200 calories. Let's figure out where you are, and then you can manage from there and see what's going on with your body. Give yourself some time, and then also a little bit of exercise. Five minutes of high-intensity interval training will help your cells like resensitize to insulin, which will help your body digest, break down, use the energy that you're giving it, and basically give you a way to not store as much and use it to keep your brain healthy, functioning, keep your memory going, and keep you asleep at night so you can wake up with healthy levels of cortisol. So if you are struggling with this issue and you would love to have some personalized help or you have a question, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at youroildoc at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine or visit my website at littleblackbagmedicine.com. Thanks everybody for tuning in and have a great day.